Hi, I'm Charlotte. And I'm Grace. Welcome to Triumph, the podcast, where we chat about all things swim, bike, run, in the lead up to our first Ironman. Whether you're a triathlon newbie, old-timer, or you simply enjoy listening to the trials and tribulations of two aspiring Ironwomen, we bring you all the oomph you never knew you needed. Right? All right. I am in my niece's bedroom. I'm on a. I'm on her tiny little desk and chair. <laughs> You're lying. That's your bedroom with a bunk bed and pink cups. That is my bedroom. Mm. Unicorns. So, yep. I think she wanted to be involved. I had to kick her out. Everyone wants to be involved in the Triumph podcast. I think so. You Grace, you are so. It's a. It's an alcohol-free beer. It's Friday night. I've had a, I've had a glass of wine. Right, so we wanted to kick off with our accountability pledges from last week. So we told everybody we would do some stuff, and then mm-hmm. we said we'd tell them whether we'd done the stuff. Yeah. How did you get on? Well, my promise to myself last week was that I would try and stick to a training plan. Yes. Because I have made several attempts to stick to a training plan, and something just always falls off. And I remember uh, you work. saying... If I if it says swim fourteen hundred meters, that's how far I swim. And I thought, I don't think it said fourteen hundred meters since <laughs> <for> about <laughs> six months. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was a very okay. important part. Of, yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean basically when 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 the plan this week, the plan that I'm following, not really following, but the plan that I'm trying to follow, when it says swim on Monday I'll try and swim on Monday so that's that was how I started and okay. Monday went great and I went swimming yeah. and then it's, it's just life how do you like so I ended up having to do a run I can't remember when the run was supposed to be but I ended up having to do the run on Tuesday in not quite the midday heat but it was hot some of it in zone four some of it in zone two and all none of that worked mm. so I I have kept to the basics of a plan in that I have done something every day. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a recovery day. I don't know when that was supposed to be, but that didn't happen. Today. So no recovery. Did I do that today? I did. Well, I did strength and conditioning today and I'm going for a swim later. So Say that's no. not happening. All I have to fit in now is a four hour bike ride, brick session and a two hour run. Now? So, right now? Not now, not right now, no. <laughs> the end of the week and I will have stuck to the plan pretty much as much as I possibly can something I'd like to raise here okay <clears throat> picking plans. who are we talking who should we are is there someone we can speak to <laughs> some sort of I'd professional like to... <laughs> yeah I, I just think when are you supposed to do all the laundry that um Iron Man training generates oh I know yeah tell me about it I agree and one of the other things that these plans that are written by people, and I'm going to suggest that a lot of these plans are probably written by men, is that um, I have to factor in oh, when I'm going to wash go. my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, when you got to wash your hair? Yes. Yeah, because... well, that's why I currently look like a bog witch. I've got into the habit of just, oh, I bought one of those spray-in conditioners. So huh? I'm constantly washing it after a swim. And then spraying conditioner, just leave it full on bog witch for a day. Mm-hmm. Um, probably back to washing it the day after that. Okay, so you're. So pledge- I think, well, so no, I- no, I think you've done really, really well. And I would like. I think at this point, I need to just make an honourable mention of at my pro coach on Instagram, my pro coach and coach Phil Mosley's training plans. 
because that's what I follow, as you know. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I say follow. We'll come <laughs> on to that in a minute. But Phil does say, Coach Phil, sorry, mm. got a bit informal there, but Coach Phil does always say, don't worry if you do have to flex it around your life and your schedule. So that's okay. That's fine. And he's he also says, which is one of my favourite things to remember when I'm feeling absolutely whacked, um, you don't have to do it all. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. never known anyone to do everything in a training plan. And I do remember Louise mentioned, do you remember you bought me that book? Mm-hmm. What's, what's it called? Dare to Try. Dare to Try. Dare to try. And she said in that uh, she only ever managed about something like 85 to 90 percent of her plan in any given week because mm-hmm. life just got in the way. So I think you've done really well this week. Well, thank you. But I just I, the thing is, there's an amount of time between now and the Ironman. That's true. And there's an amount of there's probably an optimum amount of training that I could do between now and the Ironman. I don't know what that because it's a tipping point, isn't there, where you can go into overtraining and then Garmin starts telling you you're not being productive. And I want to I'd like to come on to that. I don't want to be on the start line thinking I haven't done the most that I could possibly do. So there's a few. So part of so something that I am really pleased about was that yesterday I got home from work. I was absolutely knackered. And I just wanted to sit on the couch and eat crisps. I'm proud um, of that. Huh? Something you're really proud of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got Marco out and I took him for a spin on the hilliest hills of North London. Aren't we coming on to this in cycle Yeah, chat? we are. Yeah. Push it up then. Yeah. My point is, is that because I made the, because I, I don't want to say pledge, I think that sounds a bit naff, but because I said I was going to do it. What are we going to call them then? I don't know. You can carry on calling it pledges if you want, but I'm just not going to join in with that. Well, we don't, we don't have to name everything. I just, I said I'd do it and I yes, kind of like, did it. I'd like to call them Janets, please. <laughs> <laughs> we do we made commitments to Janet. Accountability to Janet. Yeah. Hmm. So, but I need to tell you how I got on with mine. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Because you laughed last week when I said I was going to take a holiday from doing anything other than just what was written in my training plan from beginning to end of session. I was going to take a holiday from analysing, over-analysing, mm-hmm. over-eval- evaluating, that kind of thing. And um, you laughed and went, I thought you were going to take another recovery week. <laughs> and I went, no, I've sort of taken another recovery week. You do look like, you do look do quite I? chilled and relaxed and quite yeah. recovered. Or bogwitchy, however you want to call is it. Is it my nautical bogwitch vibe? Maybe. Um, yeah, the thing is, I, I'm i just shattered. And I did the swim on Monday. I did the turbo on Tuesday. I did the run on Wednesday and I, and I thought I was broken. And I'm not being over... I mean, let it never be said that I am being overly dramatic. What, Grace Loveless, the <laughs> opera singer, <laughs> not kind of being over dramatic? Did you cry? <clears throat> Um, no, I didn't cry actually. Okay. I was close to crying. I was <laughs> I I'll show you the picture at some point, but it's not going on Instagram because I thought it it's kind of like a breakdown in action. <laughs> and I just I really, really felt it. And it was hot, like you said. Um I was running it was really hilly. Yeah. The route that I chose. And 
I felt like I didn't take those into account. So that's part of the problem. But I also just feel or I felt shattered. And uh, my heart rate was apparently in zone five for most of it, which is almost impossible. So A, can't quite be right, but B, uh, isn't good. (laughs) And um, and I just I didn't I didn't enjoy it. I just felt awful. And um, and my watch said and I know we can't take these things as and to like to the letter to the letter I feel like it was letter every week. <laughs> <laughs> um but I think when it says you need to take 3.5 days to get over this 3.5 run, days yeah I think that I need to listen to it to an extent because I think Actually, on I some <laughs> level on some level it's saying you've you've worked a bit too hard here so I decided that uh because since the next day would have been a swim and I feel like my swimming's going well I felt yeah. like I could afford to lose a swim the next yeah. day is today so that's a rest day anyway uh mm-hmm. the next day should be a long bike ride but we did that last week when we should have done a short one so I'm consoling myself that I can probably ditch the bike ride okay. I may go back in on the two-hour run on Sunday or I may just leave it and go full back in on Monday because I'm already feeling more recovered and more like I want to get back to training, which is a good sign. Anyway, that was quite a long bit about Janet's, wasn't it? So we should probably. <laughs> I don't know if we should call them Janet's either. I really want to call them Janet's. Um, can I just clear up something from last week? Yeah. Um, I know we probably got hundreds of emails about this. Um, but I'm still working my way through them, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I haven't even, I can't bear to even look in, in the inbox. And I don't oh, think you've sent me the details for how to anyway. Um, <laughs> Alistair Brownlee is 70 kilograms, six foot, and was born <laughs> in 1988. <laughs> he is the older brother <laughs> okay. of Johnny Brownlee. Okay. I don't have a weight for. So I'm just going to guess that he's around the same weight. He's five foot eleven, so a whole inch shorter than he's the much taller. So not their not their birth weights, were they? These? No, that's not. That's definitely not that. Well, I <laughs> birth for height. Mrs. Barley's sake, I very much hope not. Um, he's five foot eleven. Yeah, and was born two years later in 1990. So if they are twins, that is quite the gestation <laughs> period for young Johnny. Although, oh, thank you for uh, that. It's done him a world of good. So, yeah, I still couldn't tell them apart in a picture, I don't think. But I, I do now know that information. Well, if they stand side by side, I'll go the shorter one, Johnny. So Oh, uh, good thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's what, what I'm here the... for. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just quickly, I want to just clear something up from last week. I almost We almost had a question from a listener. Um, that listener was our producer <laughs> who just said, Actually, I hadn't realised how far an Iron Man was. And I just thought we should probably say for anyone who is just enjoying our charm and wit and not actually interested in triathlon, that an Iron Man is a 3.8 kilometre swim, mm-hmm. followed by a 180 kilometre bike ride. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping at no point Charlotte goes, really? Oh, <laughs> uh, Followed by a marathon. So what's that, like 42k? Life always forget. Oh, yeah. Can I? Sorry, I just need to drop in here. My So I've done one marathon in my life and I I trained for a whole year for it. And I trained uh, based on kilometers. And I had decided at some point that a whole marathon was 40 kilometers. 
Okay. It's not obviously it's 42 kilometers. Yeah. Um, but so when I got to, and it was the London Marathon. So when I got to about two kilometers from the finish line, I was just looking at my watch, which was just like a little sports watch at the time, just going, why? Why? What? <laughs> what's happened? <laughs> I just couldn't, just couldn't compute like what had gone wrong. Um, and so I still had another two kilometers. They were the most painful two kilometers I've ever run in my life. And I hated it. No, I didn't hate it because then you get to Birdcage Walk and it's lovely and there's all the people and it's amazing. So and then I got overtaken by a man smoking a cigarette. That was a bit of a low point. Anyway. <laughs> That's a blow. Right. We're going to talk about swimming. How's swimming going? Well, it's kind of the only thing that's been going this week. So that's partly why I've chosen to lead on this section of the podcast. Um, I really wanted to talk about the swimming technique because I feel in my exploration of swim, I'm, I apologise for this. I'm going to do it all the time and people are going to get fed up with it. But I do liken it to singing in many ways because it's a very technical thing that um you learn all these oh i'm also no good at singing so this perfectly works perfectly <laughs> you are quite good at singing no, we, we do these uh, we, we sort of have all these tiny little elements that can make a huge difference if you get them right and, and when they come together in harmony see what i did there um you swimming can be effortless and actually there's this mechanism working underneath and it's all the cogs are in the right place they're all turning and everything's very efficient um but actually it looks effortless and when you're swimming well it kind of feels effortless and that's like very much like singing and i don't think that's quite the same with bike and run so i'm treating it slightly differently because i mm-hmm. think it's quite a specific thing um so i was uh, working in the pool on monday when i did a 3.4k so i'm almost up to the full distance now working in the pool makes it sound like you like work part-time as a lifeguard <laughs> no I don't think I should do that okay. so I have this little uh oh I can tell you about my little um training thing that I do so obviously most chunks of your training sessions in the pool can be broken down into sort of sets of laps can't they so you get you get yeah. told to do 100 meters zone two whatever or 200 yeah. 400 meters zone two and the longer you like to go in the fast lane I like to go in the fast lane and so if I've got 100 meters in zone two let's say let's say for example I will do the first lap I will focus on first 25 meter lap I'll focus on one thing and then I come back and I'll focus on another and then and another and another and so I kind of have these little chunks of things I can work on and it might be okay so on the way up I'm going to just focus on my head. I'm not going to think about anything else. I'm going to worry about my legs. I'm just doing my head. On the way back, I'm going to focus on my my kick. Make sure I'm kicking from the hips, not from the knees. Yep. Forget about my head now. Forget about my head. Who cares? This is leg time. And it's, it's quite a simple, I appreciate it's quite a simple training strategy. But then when you come to something a bit later in the session, you might then have to do uh, 100 meters zone four. All of that has to go out the window. And kind of mm-hmm. just come together because you've put in 
that concentrated, focused effort a bit earlier on in the session. So Whereas I just spend every single length going, don't drown, don't drown, don't drown, don't drown. Why can't I get my head down in the water more? Why aren't my legs breaking the surface? Why doesn't this work? I've done quite a lot of swimming. Oh, I went to the I went to the West Res West Reservoir. Um, That's a West Res shout out. Yeah, West Res. I love the West Res. It was it was a huge part of my mental health. Genuinely, um, last year was going there and swimming. And I went in my wetsuit. Although you could probably it's about eighteen degrees now, so you could probably not wear a wetsuit. Mm-hmm. And I managed three laps. And big Garmin news. Mm-hmm. This is surprising. I'm normally I'm normally angry with not Garmin the brand, but I'm normally angry with my own personal Garmin watch or um, computer on my bike for some reason or other. And normally, I when if I do a long swim, it will only charge like seven meters. So yeah. I'll say that it took me an hour to do seven meters, or or if I go you know, isn't it? to the Lido. Sometimes it will say that I've like broken world records because yeah. I somehow managed, I don't know what goes on with it, but it got it right. So it was a oh. 400 meter loop and I did three loops and I took the loops quite wide. <laughs> yeah. Not on purpose because yeah. my spotting, my spotting or sighting, what's it called? Sighting. My sighting isn't very good. And I did that in 38 minutes. And so I did 1,350 meters in 38 minutes. Brilliant. Which is still pretty slow. It's fine. That'll get you through. That'll get you through. Get me through just in time for the um, cutoff. Should we move on to bike? Yeah. This week I'm in London um, for work and most weeks at the moment I'm up in Manchester and my accommodation up in Manchester is great and has a gym in the in the on the ground floor so I can roll out of bed and be in the gym within about three minutes mm-hmm. um so I can just jump on the watt bike so for a drill session I can just jump on the watt bike but because I'm in London I haven't got gym membership here at the moment and so when you're trying to do drills and I haven't got a turbo either so so I've got no choice when it comes to drills I've got to try and do drills on my bike on the streets of London yeah which is difficult. <laughs> Can we just be clear? I think when you're talking about you're talking about like intervals, aren't you? Like tempo sort of intervals, rather than drills sure. like one legged drills. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm talk- yeah, sorry. I just, yeah. but I do love the thought of you going around London on with one leg. Well, that is also <laughs> quite difficult to do. Yes, it is. No, this is this is yeah. More... So that is it's really challenging. So I basically I just thought I don't okay, know. Fine. I've never tried it. I've always well, no, it. don't. No, My recommendation is that you don't. Okay. Um, but I just thought, well, I'll just do hills because if I'm supposed to be in zone heart yeah. rate zone four for eight minutes and then three minutes off, that's going up the hill for eight minutes and then down the hill yeah. for three minutes. So I did that. But what I discovered as I, I was so reluctant to go out on the bike and I was thinking, well, what, what's the issue here? Like, why do I not want to go out? And it's because I just don't, I don't, I don't really like cycling on my own anymore. Yeah, that sounded really sad because I lost the connection slightly and you went, I don't know anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, I don't know why that's come as such a 
a shocking revelation to me. I think it's because I used to go out cycling on my own quite a lot and it never bothered me. I just get mm. on the bike, off I go, and I was happy. But now I just I think because I've got used to cycling with my wife when she can come with me, or um my brother, or um my friend Iris Paul, who I'm sure will feature at some point. Yes, Grace, you have your hand up. Did you have a question? Me? <laughs> I also quite like cycling with you or Becky or you know or any or in fact so I've managed to um or anyone I, with a pulse. <laughs> anyone who will cycle with me um I do a lot of riding on my own around the Purbex and um not so bad if the weather's good but uh if the weather's poor I just spend a lot of time shouting into the wind mm-hmm. just go like- away <laughs> I get me or I also I get lost so easily. Um, mm, that, that's a whole other episode, isn't it? Yeah, that's another story. <laughs> um, part of the reason why I have a complicated relationship with my Garmin bike computer, yes, because, partly because of that, it's just not enjoy. It's not enjoyable for me to go out and explore somewhere because I will just get lost and end up on the M25. Somehow, I just have this gravitational pull that pulls me <laughs> towards a very dangerous motorway. So I think we just wanted to summarise that we we recognise and we we see you, those guys out there who are trying to do interval training without a turbo, and we yes. see you, people yeah. working on your own. Um, yeah. And yeah, so we get it, we get it. And I, do you know what's tri- tricky when you do start riding with someone else? And I have this definitely with you. <laughs> is I'm so pleased to be riding with somebody else, but it can really throw off then my pace because you're a lot faster than me. And that can be quite challenging because it's lovely to have the company, but it means that I might be putting myself and my heart, which you know I'm worried about. There's nothing wrong with me, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a bit heavy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean in terms of heart rate zones, it's very, yeah. very hot on them. and um, And it can really throw me out of what I'm supposed to do which can mean that I come yeah because you 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 and I have very different approaches to training you're like if it says I'm four minutes in zone four you will stick to your four minutes in zone four will I oh god it's boring whereas I I'm just free and easy I'm like this feels like zone four yeah just carry on doing this right yes I see I'm I'm more the 1950s training plan and you're more 1960s kind of free free love oh yeah free love yeah no I was thinking well no you're much more of a Stepford wife (laughs) well yeah yeah like coach Phil says I must do this or I must do this and I'm like oh well I don't think you'd mind if we just (laughs) stop for a sandwich um (laughs) let's let's go on to run then okay right well, I had a terrible run, and I was hoping that I was going to say to you that I had a terrible run, and you were going to say, um, oh, well, what you need to do is, and you're going to solve it for me. Oh, okay, yeah, go for it. No, well, uh, what, on how to get through a tough run? No, just how to run. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, one thing I would definitely recommend, especially, so I, so for my run this week, I, like I said, I had to, I had to do it sort of about three o'clock on quite a hot day. And that was tough, but I knew I was going to have to do it then. So I had a noon electrolyte drink beforehand. We can't champion um, them every week. 
I think I can. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to. And then I think psychologically that then also makes you think like, right, mm. I have hydrated myself. I'm, you know, yes, it's going to be hot. Yes, it's going to be tough. But, and then you, so I used to call this, uh, or I used to refer to this as being like uh, rocky runs. But it, it, for me, it really applies more in the winter. So it's like when you go, it's like sleeting, it's raining, it's cold. Um, you step in a puddle, you've got a wet foot, you're just kind of slogging around the park and you're just thinking, oh God, this is miserable. And then you get this moment where you're like, I'm rocky. I'm training hard mm. in my grey mile matching top and bottom tracksuit, and I'm running up and down hills, and I'm going to win the with and I'm sweat gonna... patches because grey mile never. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Comes with guaranteed sweat patches. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's why you wear it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So in the winter, I definitely have that kind of rocky approach. But in, I'm with you. I think in the summer, I don't have that kind of like, yeah, I'm rocking this. Oh, I, I just know. have. I agree with you. It was just. I just relentless in the summer. You're just kind of like. I am bright red like a beetroot. I'm yeah. sweating. I am. I'm not enjoying this. There may be some chafing. Um, my socks feel too thick. My feet feel really hot. Um, and there's no part of me that feels like I'm nailing this. I just. But then I just. Then I just go into. But I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Music as well. Did you have music on? I had music, and I was the the music was driving me crazy in my ears, and I was shouting at my garment. Just not thing. shouting. I didn't have the energy to shout, but I was whining at my garment. Yes. You know how I do. Oh, I can imagine. Just end. Just. End. <laughs> <laughs> I remember saying that, and I only had like eighteen seconds left after an hour and five minutes. Oh, this is. Was this at the end of each of the six minutes? Oh, no, that was the end of the last one. That was the very, very uh, end. You can give yourself a big pat on the back. This, I, this would I, be I, my... I was too tired. I was far too yeah. tired. <laughs> <laughs> this will get somebody else to give you a pat on the back. Right. I think... Let's go into the transition area. Okay. How to get in and out of your wetsuit. <laughs> So there's been yeah. a lot of wetsuit action in the Loveless Benny household this week because we went to an aqua park, one of those kind of, you've got all these inflatable things and you've got to climb up things and slide down things and monkey bars and all sorts. And um, and so we were putting on wetsuits to go on that. And, uh, oh, my niece was making such a fuss. Really? Where, where did she you get that from? Yeah, rude. But she was, <laughs> ow! And she was going, it's really tight. And I was going, no, 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 no. It's got to be like a second skin. And I remember putting mine on a year ago when I got my wetsuit. And I was like, oh, I think you've got the wrong size here, Nobby. And he was like, no, I've checked it all out. I'm pretty confident it's the right size. And it is absolutely the right size when I start, especially when you start swimming and you do want it close to the skin. It's Mine's a proper swimming wetsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, the kids, when we went to this thing, were in the sort of more surf sort of like neoprene kind of neoprene yeah gen- generic water sports ones yeah um but you know I think I know I just it just became very obvious to me that there's a definite way that I put it on and it's kind of like peeling it on it's like the back it's like the reverse of peeling off a layer of skin isn't it you kind of get that first little bit to your own I don't know because I've never tried to peel on or off a layer of just like when I'm peeling off my skin yeah <laughs> you know. um, putting on a pair of tights Yes, exactly. Yes, that's a great. Oh, you're so good with the analogies. If there's one oh, thing, yeah, <laughs> to definitely package up at section 
for Charlotte's analogies. But yeah, it is like putting on a pair of tights. It's that kind of bunching it and making yeah. sure each part of your leg that it's that it's yeah. fitted before moving on to the next bit. And they, oh, yeah. were, you know, they were like all in, like ah, just throw it on. And then yeah. of course the shoulders come to somewhere around their kind of biceps, and you, yeah. and then you. You've either got to like hold up either side and just kind of go jump, just jump a lot, and then like yeah. in like a potato sack or start again. <laughs> so yeah, and then we were talking. You and I were just mentioned briefly earlier about getting out of them. I had a I had a problem the other day when I was at the uh, the lake near where I live, and mm. I and I accidentally pulled off both arms at the same time. Have you done that? And then you're. Then you're in a pickle. Oh, then you get stuck with it like you're in the handcuff position. Yeah. <laughs> They're like this, but you've oh. got no, I've got no fingers now available. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's stupid. You've done it from that end. Okay. So it was really stupid. And how the hell I, did you, you know, do that? Well, I just, I took it off like this and I took it off. Sorry, no one can see this. I took it off down my left, my left arm, then my right arm. And then I thought, oh no, now it's kind of stuck at my wrists. You've got like lobster claws. My fingers, my lobs, my fingers are covered by the wetsuit sleeves. Yeah. So I can't now peel either hand off, and I'm just kind of stuck in it. And mm. then I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll use my teeth. And then I thought, no, nope. oh. <laughs> bad idea there on the um, yeah. very you know precious neoprene. So I had to then sort of wriggle my way back into it. When I first agreed to do this, I signed up to to do an Ironman. When I I signed up to the Hampstead Tri Club. And and they were very, very good about doing things like doing transition training, which at, at first I thought, this is ridiculous. Why do I need to do, you know, how difficult can it be to get off my bike and go for a run? I think I can do this. And then just little things like when you're running with your bike, um, you run on the, I think I need to check this, but you run on the left-hand side mm. of your bike because that means you've got the gears stuff on the other side of the bike you're less likely to smash your legs into into that stuff um and then how you get on the bike and how you get off the bike yeah. and when you undo your shoes and when you so I quite like some of that Hampstead Troy Club action in that respect because the only time I did any transition training was with people, <laughs> remember and I and I cried so yes cried um we were doing the press-ups onto the bike to give you know you do press-ups to sort of um, you sort of mimic getting out of going from horizontal yeah. swimming to getting yeah yeah and then running onto the bike and um and Nobby was ridiculously good at it but I just felt like I just he just looked like he was nicking the bike it was that kind of <laughs> <laughs> just sort of just flying it, down it was, one foot on it like one leg it, just, it does look like you're nicking it it does look like I mean actually coming out of the coming out of T1 must just look like a massive bike theft <laughs> So next week, what have you got? What have you got in mind, Charlotte? Oh God! Have you got anything? I'll come back to you. Yeah, I need to listen to this warning that I've had about because I think what's happened with me is I got a little bit carried away because I started to improve strength-wise and speed-wise. I think mm. I probably pushed it a bit far. I've definitely I've definitely done it in the pool as well, where I'm getting I get confident and I get I get cocky. Dare I say? and I think I'm quite good at this I go quite fast and uh and so then I push these times and where I should be doing um and even so this this pains me to say but 
where it says zone two, I don't think I'm doing zone two. I think I'm pushing myself beyond that. And what's happened is I've ended up just far too tired to do any of it. So I really need to look back at my um, thresholds, especially on Garmin, because Garmin on that on a run, Garmin will say, we've detected a new threshold for you. So yeah. they think they know my sort of fast 5K speed. What do they know? What do they know? I actually, no, but I think if in that run I was really, really overexerting, I then got a, what is not a true threshold necessarily. And I think I've been up, that's been upping and upping up over weeks. And I probably need to go back and set it a bit lower and just really chill out a bit on pace. Um, mm -hmm. I'm pretty confident I can make it within the cutoffs now. So let's not try. I always said I just wanted to complete it. I'm not mm -hmm. trying to win it. <laughs> Just so you know, just so any we'll of that. Let, we'll know. let the uh, professionals know. They can relax. Yeah. This week, I'm going to order myself some aero bars. Ooh. Mm -hmm. what, no, sorry. What I would really like to do for psychological reasons is have done a 3.7 kilometer swim so that Why I know I can 3. do it. 3.7 because the race is 3.8. Oh, I keep saying it's three points. <laughs> just like the marathon. Back on. I'm going to be like 100 metres from the shore going, I did not plan for this and just start. <laughs> just start and reaching out like, towards the... Oh. <laughs> okay, so, right, so we have talked for a lot this week. I'm going to wrap it up right. because I've got some editing to do before I pass it on to our wonderful producer, thanks to Redmond Bacon. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, we are um, emailable, triumphpodcast at gmail.com. Triumph is spelled T-R-I-O-O-M-P-H. And you can find us on Instagram, try underscore oomph. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Bye. Keep trying. Bye. Bye. Bye.